Thank you for joining us today and a big thank you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. Karen and I have been trialing their designs for a few months and we can happily recommend them. All designs are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Are you in the love it or hate it camp when it comes to broccoli and cabbage, and indeed all of their family members? We hope that we can persuade you today to love them because brassica vegetables are powerhouses of nutrients which can support you in managing hormonal symptoms. So today we're going to help you get the best out of them and we promise they are worth it. Welcome to the Healthy Woman Healthy Runner mini-series. Please join Aileen Smith and Karen Campbell, nutritionist friends and runners. During the mini-series, we'll be spotlighting key challenges women face as they approach midlife. Women tell us that they're really uncomfortable with the way their body shape is changing and are noticing how their energy levels and running performance is suffering too. So it's our mission to help women be in great shape, bypass midlife health challenges and continue to enjoy their running. So we've designed our Healthy Woman Healthy Runner method and that's for the woman who requires the most time efficient and easy method to be the best she can be. During each mini episode, we'll be helping you take some easy action. The suggestions we make during this episode are for guidance and advice only and are not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. If you have any concerns regarding your health, please contact your healthcare professional for advice as soon as possible. If you'd like help from Aileen and Karen to design a personalised sports nutrition plan for your running, please contact them at Runners Health Hub. Welcome back. I'm Karen and I'm here today with Aileen as always. Now today we're going to be talking about adding brassica vegetables to your food plan to support balancing food, female hormones, sorry about that guys, Um, which is a key aim in our Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner method. Now to help you choose natural plant foods to support your midlife symptoms, we're going to give you a snapshot of boosting brassicas for hormone health. So what we'll do is we'll talk about why brassicas are supportive of health, especially the hormone health, how you can maximise their nutritional properties to get the best from them, and then we'll give you some ideas for you to put into your food plan. So just to kick off our conversation, Aileen, could you maybe explain to everybody what brassica vegetables are? Hi, Karen. Hi, everyone. Yes, well, brassicas are a family of vegetables. Um, They're sometimes described as cruciferous vegetables. So people might have heard of that. And there's a whole list of them uh, ranging from broccoli, cauliflower, tender stem, kale, Brussels sprouts, lots of different varieties of cabbage, including Chinese cabbage. And then there's the less fashionable turnips and swedes, which I believe are called rutabaga in the States. Um, And then there's salad vegetables like rocket, um, which I think is irregular if you're on the other side of the pond. Uh, There's watercress, radishes, mustard greens, and then there's uh, roots such as horseradish and wasabi. Uh, Wasabi is a Japanese horseradish. 
Um, and you can also eat brassica vegetables as um, sprouted seeds, uh, you know, sprouted into shoots. So you might have heard of broccoli sprouts or sprouted mustard seeds. Um, so there's there's a whole range of them, you know, there's quite a list there, isn't there? There is actually, yes, more than you realise, because I think most people just think of the the more common ones like the 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 cabbage, the cauliflower, the the Brussels sprouts and things. Um, but I think people either love them or hate them, don't they? And um and I think it's because they sometimes have a slightly bitter taste, but there's lots that you can do with them to make them palatable and easy to include in your your food plan and it is worth it because you know they do have many many health benefits um, um, in them so definitely worth including in your food plan. Yeah they are very nutrient dense um, the key nutrients being vitamin C which I think is always a surprise for people because we always think of vitamin C as being something in citrus fruits only but yeah you get it a lot in these dark green vegetables um, they include uh, vitamin K, vitamin A, uh, B9, which is folate. And they're also really rich sources of potassium and phosphorus. And they contain smaller amounts of calcium, magnesium, iron and zinc. So lots of nutrients available to you there. Uh, and then the other thing is that brassicas are a really good source of fiber um, because they're, they're, you know, more dense vegetables, a bit more to eat with them. Um, and fiber is really important for the digestive system. It'll help you have regular bowel movements. And that's really important for many reasons, but especially it will help with the elimination of excess hormones. Now, I read a really interesting uh, publication uh, called The Brassicas, an Undervalued Nutritional and Health Beneficial Plant Family. And that um, paper was uh, compiled as a joint publication from the, Hutt the James Hutton Institute in Dundee and the Harriet Watt uh, University in Edinburgh. And um, there's lots of really interesting information in, in this paper. But at the end of the PDF, what you'll find are some nutrient tables, which list the different um, the nutrient content of all the different vegetables in this category, which I think is really interesting if somebody wants to get a bit more detail. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for that, Aileen. And I presume that you'll put that in the show notes for everybody to check yeah. This. But thinking about um, hormone balance in particular, because um, that's what we're speaking about today, what is it about brassica vegetables that is known to be supportive for hormone balance? Well, well, some of the nutritional compounds in brassica vegetables brassica vegetables will help support optimal detoxification processes and they also play a role in estrogen metabolism and these compounds support hormonal balance and therefore you know the knock-on effect of that is they minimize symptoms related to female health um, at every age but especially in the menopause phase of life now the compounds which I'm you know I know that we've mentioned before that are most beneficial to female health are sulforaphane, uh, which is metabolized from the glucosinolate family, and also something called indole-3-carbonyl, which comes from the indole group. Now, we, we, as I say, we've talked about those in, in previous um, episodes. So I thought today we'd just focus on, on some practical tips on how to get the best out of eating these brassica vegetables. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea, Aileen. So let's talk about how everybody can maximise the nutritional properties of brassicas. What can you tell us, Aileen? 
Well, there's quite a few things you can do. Um, so the first thing you can do is uh, buy whole vegetables. Um, and that's because the nutrient value, particularly of the uh, glucosinolates, are more likely to be intact before they're processing. So buying a whole vegetable is more advantageous rather than buying prepared vegetables that's already been cut up. Um, and the reason for that is there's an enzyme called uh, myrosinase, uh, which is contained within the plant, uh, which is a really important enzyme. And it's activated by either chopping up a vegetable or, or chewing it when we eat the vegetable. Uh, and that process enables the formation of uh, sulforaphane. However, the interesting thing is that the bioavailability of the nutrient is time limited. So if you buy prepared brassicas, it's likely that that enzymatic process will already have happened and you may miss out on the benefits. So you can imagine, you know, it's chopped up in the factory, the myrosinase is um, activated, you know, and it's probably several days later that you're buying the prepared vegetables. And so by that time, you've lost the benefit. Um, so I tend, you know, having learned that, what I tend to do now is buy whole heads of broccoli or whole heads of cauliflower rather than the prepared florets. And I always buy whole kale leaves on stalks rather than the shredded. It's very tempted to buy the shredded because it makes the job easier. But actually, I think it's more beneficial now to buy whole vegetables. Yeah, absolutely. Like you say, all these bagged vegetables are time savers, but you, you're limiting your nutrition that you're going to get from these vegetables. So that is really interesting um, information, Aileen, and probably something that a lot of people are not aware of. So my next question regarding um, brassicas is, should we buy fresh or frozen? Yeah, well, this is an interesting one as well, because normally I would be saying, yeah, buy frozen, you know, it's just as good as fresh. However, the Scottish study that I mentioned earlier, they, what they were suggesting is that uh, freezing the brassica vegetables immediately after harvesting was an optimal way for maintaining the at harvest level of the health beneficial um, glucosinolates that we mentioned and also it helps with quality with appearance taste and texture but they also noted that using um, this uh, preparation approach for freezing would involve some kind of heat treatment such as blanching and that could also deactivate the myrosinase um, and then ultimately a reduction in the sulforaphane um, so I think it, it's just good to be aware especially if you're looking for a therapeutic value from brassica vegetables you know it's not saying that there won't be any other nutrients in it but if you're using them particularly therapeutically it might be better to buy fresh yeah yeah no i'd agree with that so really what we're suggesting here to everybody is where possible buy fresh but you will still get some nutritional value from the frozen so don't totally discount them from your shopping list completely um, now, out there, there are lots of packaged vegetables um, available to buy as well, Aileen. Is there anything that you or we should be concerned about regarding these? Yeah, well, I mean, I think generally I'd suggest avoid uh, packaged vegetables where you can um, because they'll have been exposed to um, the packaging, the storage, the transportation chain. And then all the associated uh, changes in temperature, humidity, uh, and all of these kind of things affect the quality of the nutrient value. So 
you know, in an ideal world, and I know we don't always live in an ideal world, but wherever possible, I would say shop at the market, shop at a local farm shop or a local green grocer or get a, a farm delivery box and buy loose and unpackaged where you can. Um, but obviously, you know, if you can't, then, you know, you would you would go to the supermarket and buy packaged. Um, but one, another interesting thing to consider is, how we store brassica vegetables, because that apparently is very important too to the nutrient value. Um, so storing brassica vegetables in the refrigerator is important So, because there's been studies that have demonstrated that the glucosinate um, content declined more rapidly in broccoli that was stored at 20 degrees compared with broccoli that was stored at below four degrees. So the uh, sort of four or five degrees is the typical temperature that you would have in a refrigerator. And that was over a five to seven day period. Um, now, that was obviously in a study situation. Uh, it wasn't your personal fridge at home. Um, but it would sort of like lead you to think that, you know, sensible advice would be to support um, to store brassica vegetables in the fridge and not at room temperature in a vegetable basket um, in another part of the kitchen. Mm, that's really interesting, isn't it? Because it always looks very nice in the vegetable basket in the kitchen. But, <laughs> yeah, but you're going to preserve the nutrient value by keeping it in the fridge. Now, Aileen, earlier you mentioned that gentle cooking was important. Can you expand on that a little bit for everybody? Yeah, well, you know, I think the, the general good advice is to make steaming your method of choice. So uh, microwaving, pressure cooking and boiling are all associated with significant losses of the glucosinolates uh, alongside other nutrients, of course. Um, so if you choose to steam the brassica vegetables, that's going to help you maximise nutrient value. And I sometimes hear people like, you know, they almost turn the nose up at steaming because they say oh it's boring it's tasteless um, but you can add seasoning and dressings to steaming uh, to make them more flavorsome um, and another thing to consider and I think this is really um, again useful um, useful tip excuse me I'm going to cough here is don't just choose the same brassica vegetables over and over mix up the range of brassica brassica vegetables um, because as you would imagine you know broccoli will contain slightly different nutrients to cabbage slightly different nutrients to brussels sprouts or cauliflower or any of the things that we've we've just mentioned um, so you can maximize the full range of nutrients by eating a variety of them across the day and the week so it's not just all about eating broccoli every single day it's about having lots of these different vegetables in your food plan yeah, exactly. And we always speak about having a variety of fruit and vegetables in your diet daily anyway, but maybe choosing a different brassica each day and a different colour of brassica each day just to keep the the nutrient properties varied and um, to prevent boredom as well of eating the same thing. So thanks very much, Aileen, for all of those great tips um, on how to maximise nutrient value in brassica vegetables. So Aileen, if you're, if you're you're up to it um has your cough subsided are you okay i've just had a sip of water so i'm hoping that it's going to be okay just got a tickle in my throat there but i'll yeah i'll, I'll try to keep going well, uh, let me know if you're struggling and um and we can we can switch over but anyway i think it's probably a good time to have a, an advert break so I'll, I'll hand back to you at the moment to to start that off 
Okay, thanks, Karen. Um, so today we wondered if you'd heard our news, which is all about the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner program opening soon. Um, it, the doors open on the 27th of March, uh, so not long now, and uh, we'd love you to join us. So the, the the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner method and the program came about because we felt there was a need for a simple approach which solved the challenges that many midlife runners face. And it's something that we hear all the time um, about the challenges that that the women that we work with face. Um, so tiredness, body shape changes and loss of muscle tone, experiencing irregular and heavy periods and poor, poor sleep is a, a major issue. And uh, one of the, the main problems that everybody or the challenges that they have is that they have a busy lifestyle, which often is the thing that stops them from making the changes that they need to make. So when we designed the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner method, we were really mindful of all these challenges and it's totally focused us on how we can help you resolve them. And I think it's safe to say that both Karen and I have walked in your steps when it comes to experiencing these midlife challenges. Uh, we understand what you're going through and we also uh, you know, we're, we're a proof source, if you like, to uh, demonstrate how transformational it can be to use nutrition to support and minimize the impacts of these challenges because we've tried and tested it all on ourselves over the years. And we're on a mission to help midlife women who value their health and want to enjoy their running um, to make simple and targeted nutrition and lifestyle changes. So if you are interested in joining us or indeed just finding out more about the program, uh, the next step is to book a discovery call with us. Now, it's a short and informal call. Um, we just want to make sure that you're the best fit for the program because we don't want um, you investing in the program if it's not the right fit for you or for us. Now, booking a discovery call doesn't mean you're committed to buying the program. It just gives you an opportunity to have a chat with us and have any of your questions answered and discover if the program's for you. And if it is, we can make all the arrangements to get you booked onto the program. So um, if you'd like to book a discovery call with us, we'll put a link onto our show notes. Um, it's on our website too. But if you can't find the booking link, just drop us in an email or private messages um, at hello at runnershealthhub.com and uh, we'll send the link over to you and then you can book a time to suit you. And also we just wanted to um, say that if you are listening in a different time zone to us, let us know because we can accommodate you both for a call and um, to support you through the program. So just let us know where in the world it is that you're listening from and um, and we'll we'll suggest a time that we can chat to you. Um, so we hope to see you on a discovery call soon. Yeah, thanks very much, Eileen. I just second that. You know, we do really hope that you'll take up the offer of a discovery call and um, and that we'll be able to have a chat with you. So now let's talk about some food tips um, for brassicas. Now, often I hear clients say they think it will be just too difficult to get lots of brassica vegetables into their diet, or they just don't know what to do with these vegetables to make them enjoyable. And one question that crops up regularly is, should I eat them raw or cooked? So there are some brassicas which we tend to generally eat raw. So I'm thinking here of rockets, so the arugula, watercress, radishes, mustard greens. We don't tend to cook these vegetables. The others are more likely to be cooked before we eat them. So 
on saying that, there are some that might be eaten raw in salads or juices or smoothies. And I'm thinking here of kale um, and broccoli, and they're really good in smoothies and juices. And then the likes of cauliflower, kale and cabbage. A lot of people these days do tend to use them in salads as well. So you speak about cauliflower rice these days and um, and that tends to be to be raw in salads or it can be lightly cooked as a base instead of, of, of rice with a hot dish as well. Now, as we said earlier, chopping and chewing these brassica vegetables can activate the, the production of the sulforaphane, which will help to maximise that nutrient value. Also, certain gut bacteria can um, activate the myrosinase. So having a healthy gut microbiome is also going to be important. So, um, so raw or cooked can be either really and both will support health in different ways. Yeah, and that there is one caution uh, to mention regarding eating raw brassicas. And that's because brassica vegetables include dietary goitrogens, uh, which have a potential to inhibit the thyroid's utilisation of iodine. And iodine is vital for thyroid health and a deficiency can lead to thyroid health conditions. So you, you can um, sort of uh, decrease the uh, impact of goitrogens by cooking um, these brassica vegetables or fermenting them. Um, so eating a variety of uh, cooked and raw brassicas won't cause a problem in healthy individuals. But if you do have a health condition or if you're in an at-risk group, it would probably be advisable to get advice on whether eating brassicas may pose a risk for you. Um, but for those of us who don't have thyroid issues, um, let's think about how we can add our brassicas into our food plan. And eating two to three portions of brassicas a day would be really helpful for hormonal health and will help support detoxification pathways. And I think brassicas work well in soups and salads and side dishes. Um, so Karen, shall we share some of our foodie suggestions? Yeah, definitely, Aileen. So let's start with soups, because um, we both love a soup, especially you, Aileen. And uh, and I think that really any soup can be uh, enhanced by adding some um, shredded greens like kale or broccoli or maybe tender stem. And I tend to add maybe a portion or two portions to either a pre-made or a homemade soup. And I do that just before serving. So they are slightly cooked, not overcooked, but just slightly cooked. Yeah, that's a great a great idea, and it's definitely a go to for my lunchtime soups too. It's uh, something that I I do regularly. Um, thinking about salads, um, I love watercress and rocket, so it's easy for me to use them as a base for any salad really. And um, and you can add slices of radishes and sprouted broccoli seeds. Um, now you sometimes see the uh, sprouted broccoli seeds in markets or health food shops, uh, but they're not too difficult to grow um, if uh, if you you know, have green fingers and you fancy a little bit of gardening, even kitchen gardening, you don't have to have a garden to grow them. You can do them in the, you know, just on the countertop. Um, so I'll often, uh, I like a mixed salad. So I'll often shred cabbage into a salad for some extra crunch. And another really helpful tip would be to steam some broccoli florets or tender stem and serve them as part of a salad. Um, you often see this, you know, if you buy a superfood salad in a, a cafe, for instance. So I, I'll often do this and have some ready in, in my fridge. And then it's just an easy thing to 
add to my lunchtime salad. Um, now we, we've talked about the potential goitrogenic effect of some raw brassicas, but if you're not eating, if you're not in that at-risk group, then eating some raw will be okay. Um, you know, not maybe huge amounts every day, but occasionally will be fine. Uh, so one of my favourite um, salads is kale, avocado and sun-dried tomatoes. So the kale leaves are raw, but what I do is massage a little bit of olive oil and a little bit of salt into them. And that sort of like softens the leaves and make them a bit easier to eat. And you mentioned um, cauliflower rice earlier, Karen. So another um, good salad to make is is to make a cauliflower um, tabule. So you use the the blitzed up cauliflower as, as your base and then you can add vegetables and, and dressing to that. So that's how I would... Um, add the brassicas to salads. Mm, some really delicious sounding ideas there, Alien. And I think the easiest and probably the most obvious way to add brassicas to your food plan is to have them as a vegetable side dish. Um, although, although best practice is to steam brassica vegetables, we also like to now and again gently roast and lightly stir fry them as well. So that just seems to bring out the flavour from them as well. Now, I love an oven roasted cauliflower steak or I use a combination method of stir frying and steaming. So maybe I'll stir fry onions, peppers, mushrooms as a base. And then I'll add in the chopped brassicas like the broccoli or the kale. I also like um, shredded Brussels sprouts. I never used to like Brussels sprouts, um, but if I shred them and add them to like a stir fry, they're really tasty. And then just add a splash of water, put the lid um, on either a wok if you're using a wok or a frying pan and then just let the steaming process um, occur and that's really tasty. Yeah it is and steam frying is a really great idea um, so you're getting the best of both worlds by doing that um, and if you want to just add a little bit of extra uh, you could add some sprouted seeds on the top or you could sprinkle powders like microgreens on the top of your veggies uh, or the, the salad and that again will give you a boost of nutrients so there's a, a great company uh, that I found called Beyond Microgreens and they they sell products like broccoli boost and radish boost so that is like a little powder that you sprinkle and you get like you know, a couple of spoons will give you tons of, you know, if you'd eaten a whole box of broccoli, for instance. So you, it's sort of a very potent way of getting the um, the boost to your, your meal. Now, um, Beyond Microgreens are a US-based company, um, but, you know, health food suppliers around the world sell their products. So you, you might be able to find them locally to you um, or you might be able to buy them online. Um, now, I really like their website because they've got some really interesting uh, blogs about the nutritional properties of brassicas and also they've got some advice about growing your own sprouts so if that um, appeals to you you can have a look at those there great that sounds really interesting Aileen so um, lots of great advice for everybody today so thank you very much for that um, I think we need to sort of begin to round up but before we do that Aileen is there one key action that you would suggest everyone could go away and um, maybe put into practice or put into place after today's episode? Yeah, well, I'd suggest that um, just add some brassicas to the shopping list this week. 
and um, aim to eat three portions of uh, brassica vegetables every day. Um, So I I hope that the tips that we've given you today will help you get the best out of eating brassica vegetables and that they'll become an everyday part of your food plan. Yes, absolutely. And um, I think between us, we've given everybody some some really um, hopefully good but easy ideas of how they could introduce them into their um into the food plan and keeping it tasty as well so thanks for that aileen and we hope that you've enjoyed listening to it today and we also hope that you'll book a healthy women healthy runner discovery call with us soon and we look forward to speaking to you then bye-bye thank you so much for joining us today and we really hope that you found our insights useful We've got a question for you. Would you like to know how to put our advice into practice and how to take some easy actions? If your answer is yes, then please don't miss the opportunity to sign up for our next free online training session. It's going to be on Zoom and we'll be there to share more steps in the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner method with you. And most important of all, we'll be there in person. So we'll be able to answer any of your questions on the spot during the training. Karen and I absolutely love podcasting, but we love interacting with you even more. So we can't wait to meet you in our Zoom room. If you'd like to register, it's very easy. All you need to do is look out at the episode show notes, look at the top of the page and click the booking link there and we'll send all the details to you. So if you'd like to be a healthy woman, healthy runner for many years to come, please come and join us and don't miss out on our next free training. We'd like to introduce you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear for Women's Changing Bodies, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. We think they have everything a female runner needs. First of all, they are high compression to support your legs and bum. They have a deep waistband so they stay up and they don't move about when you run. There's a handy left pocket for your phone and a zip pocket on the waistband which is great for your cards or a key. They also have a hidden tracker pocket for storing a GPS tracking device, and this is a unique safety feature. All Amazing Jane designs, including tanks and tops, are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. Karen and I have been trialing wearing their range for a few months, and we can happily recommend them. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners' special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Thanks again to Amazing Jane Activewear for being our show sponsor and for sharing discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases.